Um, Super Mario Maker 2 just got announced. There is. I'm waiting on Animal Crossing. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I, you know, that's, I'm waiting. You, you know what? I'm tired of you, Nintendo. You all forgot about Animal Crossing. Dang, just you know they mobile. don't care. It's on mobile. It's on mobile. Nintendo, they don't care. What is up, everyone? It's your boy, Reckless Fox, and welcome to episode 63 of the Struggle Game Podcast. And you're probably wondering, why the hell are we looking at you guys? Who are you to tell us anything that's going on? Well, we're the average shows that you like to talk crap about that cover everything going on right now in the gaming industry. And, you know, on slow days, we talk about movies, and just books in general. Rock with me today is my boy, my pal, my partner in crime, my second command, Mr. GC, a.k.a. Mr. Godchild 15. Take it away. Hey, what to do? It's your boy, Batchard. God bless y'all. Alright then, and we also got the lovable, the talented, the most introverted person, Beiji Zen, and I'm reading Discord, and he says he has to kill me right back. His sister, his sister's here. Alright, cool. And our, we have a special guest coming from Washington, and is looking at one of the best podcasts on SoundCloud, and you should totally check it out. We got CJ from Free Black Heat. Take it away, geez. Uh, CJ, tell us about yourself. Uh, so I am, my name is CJ. I am one third of the Three Black Geeks podcast. We've been kicking around since 2010, even though we kind of started it in like 09, 08 ish and stuff. But 2010 is when we kind of really started gaining traction and figuring what we wanted to do. Um, and uh, yeah, we do a podcast that uh, does a variety of things. Uh, we initially started off just doing, just talking about movies and we just end up branching off. Uh, my uh, co-host D, he uh, has his baby, the Wrestle Corner Show, talking all things wrestling from every angle of wrestling, not just WWE, talking New Japan, Ring of Honor, Indies, just everything under the sun wrestling wise. Uh, I got my Morphin Medicast show, talking all things Power Ranger and Tokusatsu related. Uh, working title sports show that's me and D talking about sports got the uh, comic book corner talking about comic books and stuff we're starting to get into the groove of actually talking about comics and stuff instead of just one off things and stuff and uh, BAM podcast that is D and DJ Sue's show where they get a little raunchy and everything about movies so yeah we do everything and occasionally we will dabble into on our Twitch channel twitch.tv slash 3blackgeeks and we uh, stream games, and DJ Sue will occasionally stream his uh, DJ sets while he's over in Japan. And um, yeah, go to the website, 3 That's about it. Are you good? And, and my open. Oh, wait, and we got one more person. She just came in. Um, got- look, I just got home, okay? That's oh, cool, it's all good. Um, like I said, we got, and we got our, our token girl. Um, and pretty much our, our comic book uh, extraordinaire. This is Jenny, aka Jim Pink from Orphan Network. Take it away. Hi guys, how are you guys doing? Doing good, Jim. Doing good. Happy Saturday. And, and Happy my Saturday. Op- and my opening comment is the NBA All Star. It's NBA All Star weekend. I totally forgot about it. So that tells that tells you how much I care about uh, basketball at this point. I'm joking. I I I'm gonna try check it out today. Uh, I know that's a slam dunk competition today. So. Can't wait to watch that. But with all that being said, we got some stuff to talk about. But before we do all that, as always, we do housekeeping rules. If you're watching this um, or you're listening to this, we do all our podcasts live on Twitch.tv. So if you haven't yet, be sure to follow me here on Twitch.tv slash RecklessFox. And if you're in the chat, we like you. We love you, chat. Uh, start talking. Let us know how you feel. We're going to be talking about Activision. I know everyone's going to want to know how I feel about it. But uh, we're going to be talking about it. And if you are the unfor- – and unfortunately, if you know – 
your wife's bothering you, your kids are bugging you, your dog is bugging you, if your boss has been bugging you and you just can't listen to us live, you can always find us on SoundCloud because we always put them up. Some, from time to time, we do edit it because, you know, audio and stuff like that. But with all that being said, now if you feel as if, you, I, you know what, I don't want to talk. I don't want to talk. Chat, I might get roasted. This dude's like the Jim Cornette of, of the podcast. I don't want to do it, but I always say, dude, don't be me. I know I'm Jim Cornette. And there's no such thing as a stupid question. Unless you <laughs> ask it, or you respond with a really dumb answer. You can then now, now and forever email us at scrollclubgamingbookings.com. That's scrollclubgamingbookings.com for any questions, compliments, concerns, advice, and business inquiries. So let's do a business with you indie folks out there. You want to find us? Find us on Facebook and Twitter. Type in scrollclubgaming and bam! Scrollclubgaming is all up in your home. Spread the good news. Okay. You can also find us on our YouTube page, scrollclubgaming, where we put up video versions of our podcast. And we're going to be doing more with that. I know uh, GC's in the lab right now about to get that Resident Evil 2 review going up. Yep. As well as Beiji's in with his Kingdom Hearts review at some point. We all going to be doing... Oh, Kingdom Hearts so. review? No way. Welcome back, Beiji said. And, yeah. and you can always find us on our home base, soundcloud.com slash struggle. That's soundcloud.com slash for all archived episodes of the Struggle Podcast, Scrub Lounge, where we do get a little raunchy on there, Scrub Center Presents, and Scrub Retro Perspective Reviews. Now, you want to get a hold of us, you want to probably find your boy, Reckless Fox, on Twitter and Instagram at the Reckless underscore Fox, on my YouTube page, Reckless underscore Fox, and you can find all my in content on Twitch.tv slash Reckless Fox. Because you're the guest, um, CJ, where can they find you? Uh, find us on um, three black Ge- at three black geeks on Twitter. Uh, usually me or D are like kind of like using that page to like you know post random stuff, but more often than not, I'm on it. Um, you can find also find us on um, uh, YouTube, three black geeks uh, videos, and a lot of some of our um, audio podcast goes on there automatically too, and Instagram because we also post a lot of stuff on there as well. So yeah, I think we. All right then, and now. So- GC, if I'm not holding it down, South South Region, Flexing, Howard Style, where can they find you? GC. You can find me on Mr. Godchild15. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, never mind. Uh, I, I love it. I love it. Uh, you can find me on YouTube at Mr. Godchild15. You can find me on Twitch, Godchild15. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Godchild underscore 15. All right, Jen, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram at Jensina. That is G N M E S I N A. You can find me on Twitter at Jenping too. And Beijing, where can they find you? Beijing. You can, you can find me on Beijing. Uh, you spell it out because yo, I forgot how he said it. Is Beijing on Twitter? B B A J I M X E N N. He has to spell it out because he can't really say it that well. And yeah. On Instagram as well, and he will be streaming on Twitch at some point. With all that being said, let's get started, guys. So. I always ask this, uh, how is everyone's week? I'm going to go with uh, G- uh, CJ first. CJ, how has your week been thus far? Uh, my, my week has been actually really good. Um, beat Kingdom Hearts 3 this week. Uh, uh, I picked back up on Resident Evil 2. Um, it's cool. And like you said, uh, I do NBA All-Star Weekend this weekend. But um, I think I said offline that there was a convention, Katsukon at uh the national harbor that's going on and stuff i didn't want to go to it because i just didn't fill up for it anyway but um thanks man just gaming and 
you know, catching up on shows and patiently waiting for Flash and all of them to come back from break. That's where um, I see that. Nice. See, I haven't, um, I haven't really watched Flash or Arrow yet all that much. So yeah, I usually tend to wait until they're on Netflix or I find other watching it. So. But it's the best way to go. So I, I, I mean, Black Lightning, I would say, I, it's pretty lit. I, and I've been liking Black Lightnings. Uh, Bait, real quick, Bateson had to go. His internet is tripping out. He said he'll try Aww. as soon as possible. Uh, yeah, shout out to Time Warner, because Time Warner, y'all suck. Um, GC, what about you? Uh, so far, it's just honestly it's just been kind of stressful. Because just as I just recently returned back to school for my spring semester. And, um, you know, pretty much, you know, the teachers, they hand up the syllabus and they expect you to get the books, like, you know, by next week and they already give you like a test of homework pretty much the first week. And we haven't got our books nor the funds to basically cover, cover those books. So I've basically just been like, you know, hustling just as in going to the library or taking pictures of other students, like, you know, information just so I could basically get an update on certain assignments. But, you know, that's pretty much the school stuff, but I got to do what I got to do basically just to, uh, mm -hmm get stuff done and take care of my family and as well as you know pretty much work but so far uh everything's just been cool um just pretty excited because they just dropped the uh, resident Evil 2 remake dlc uh ghost survivor um oh, so i'm pretty much going to hop on that too as well uh apex it has to potential i'll be on that as well it has potential to be at a level of fortnite because it's pretty much like a mixture of like you know destiny Borderlands with you know with Battle Royale by me in my opinion you know uh, Blackout from uh, Blackout Four is pretty much you know better, uh, but that's just that, that's just me that's my preference. But uh, so far, yeah, this week has been pretty productive. So yeah. Jen, since you're the accountant doing taxes and stuff, how how's your week? It's been it's been horrible, but it's okay. It's okay. You know I do a lot of taxes. Yada yada. I'm accountant. And then I work on the side. Um, I do a barista job. So, I'll, like, literally on Valentine's Day, I worked 15 hours. So, I worked in the morning and I got off and worked at night at barista till midnight. It was horrible. But overall, it was pretty good. Um, I mean, in the end, I mean, last night I, I went on a date. So, it was pretty good. Girl, also, Kira, by the way, you had a baby too, Jen. Really? Wow. That's cute. I honestly don't know how that, dude, I don't know how that baby's gonna turn up. <laughs> You're just mean. No, hey, man, no, I mean, that's great, but I'm like, you know what, like, Oscar's personality, I'm like, dude, that baby is going to be a wild card. It's gonna be a cute baby, because I think her husband is, like, um, he's Spanish, and then she's Japanese. Oh, he's white, okay, never mind. Was, well, like... I guess same thing, but, yeah. Um, overall, I just had a really fun night. You know, it was really great that I got all, like, you know, because I do 50 hours a week. Like, I don't really sleep anymore. And, like, you know, because I have two jobs, it really kills me. But, you know, thankfully, you know, that date night last night really was really nice. It was nice to just calm down and relax. Uh, I, for me, this week's been pretty good. I mean, it's my second week at my job. And um, it's been pretty cool. I, I, I've been enjoying it. It's... Like I said, I think my new job is now getting. By that I mean I'm actually getting. Like I'm actually like enjoying what I do now, so mm -hmm. I'm actually happy at my job. And again, I know I get paid once a month at now, but the the cool part about it is that I am making twice the amount of money that I um that I made working at the school library. So 
happy about that. Um, for Throwback mm -hmm. Thursday, I'm joking. For Valentine's Day, uh, for those y'all who don't know, I hate Valentine's Day. But I it's, it's the one. Me if, too. If there was, I hate Valentine's too. If there was one holiday I can get rid of, it would be Valentine's Day. Because I'm sorry, you don't need one day to tell the person you are with, man, woman, trans, whomever, that you love them. When you should be saying that almost every day. But that that's just me. I don't get the. I mean, unless we're talking about the St. Valentine's Day massacre that happened, then we should talk about that. But I'm pretty sure no one's gonna want to talk about that. So, but uh, other than that, I actually did have a date on Valentine's Day, which was really, really cool. Ooh. Um, I it was a very interesting night to say the least. But me and her are cool though. She she's a good friend of mine, and uh, I was at her place until like three thirty in the morning. Wow! And then you went home. Yeah, I, I went home because we were watch we watched that movie The Nun, which Wow. Let me put it like this. And CJ, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure you've heard this game before. Um there's this game that SNK made called Kadoka back in the day. Like back in like the like Sounds 90s, familiar. 2000. Yeah. The Nun is essentially live action Kadoka. That's all it is. It's live action because <laughs> you got you got the whole you got one dude who's like, I don't know too much about this religion stuff. But uh, that's a motherfucking haunted place. Uh, you got a bishop who, and then you got this chick with abilities, like she's a medium uh, who's trying, who's a practicing nun. And I'm like, nigga, this is just Kadoka, bro. I mean, if you <laughs> want to make Kadoka, don't call it the nun, just call it Kadoka. And it was a fun movie, and we were pretty hammered watching it too. And then um, yesterday after work, um, you know, I worked out. Um, unfortunately. I, had a, I just worked out today. Too. Yeah, I had an I had another date. With a, this was an actual date. Um, Ooh. Yes, last night, and uh, I went out with a, a high school uh, friend of mine who I've been, me and her have been friends since uh, for six years, six seven years now. And wow. I haven't seen her in two years. And we went out to uh, Rabbit Hole. And for those y'all who are in the LA area, it's a place called. Oh, Rabbit I know Hole. that area. It's an Alice in Wonderland themed bar. I uh, did not know it was jumping on a Friday night because I don't go to bars often. But, uh, yeah, dude, I woke up today. I thought I was going to be hung the hell over. No, I'm perfect. <laughs> we got one, those, got one of those um, giant hookah um, bottles that are, like, really big. And, yeah, dude, it was a lot of alcohol on that damn thing. And, um, yeah, it was cool, though. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty, and that's pretty much it. And then today, um, All-Star Games today, I'm hanging out with some friends around five-ish and then uh yeah can't really complain on that much and i'm trying to get my tickets for all for double or for AEW's double or nothing in vegas and i know i'm the only dude in here who watches wrestling in the squad i am but uh yeah they, uh, i'm trying my homie red star from um morphin network we're trying to go to uh AEW's double or nothing event in vegas but that that crap sold out in like four minutes. But apparently there's still more tickets on VividTickets.com, so we're gonna try to grab some. But with all that being said, I'm done talking about myself. Let's get started. So before we get into the um, main discussion, we got some quick news. So for those y'all who don't know, Overwatch League just started up. So if you haven't yet, be sure to uh, check out Overwatch League. It's up. Um, I know London Spitfire lost to the Philadelphia Fusion. Shocker. Um and yeah, I'm trying to go there next Friday. So hopefully I get to, hopefully I get get a ticket. They're like twenty bucks. Um, the PlayStation uh, Classic is now officially forty dollars. You can find it at any bargain bin in Walmart right now. 
Um, Fallout 76, apparently, in somewhere in Germany, someone's giving out free. There's a game uh, outlet that's giving out free copies. Of and Fallout they still 76. don't want it. And because the game's a piece of crap, why would anyone want to get a game that's only freaking uh, that's a terrible game? Okay, can can y'all can y'all ask me this question? Okay, so I've been following I've been following the Fallout 76 stuff, and you know I was I I. I basically wasn't going to get it anyway because i didn't like the idea of always online fallout and stuff so where's the game at at this point is it just kind of like in limbo on whether they're going to still support the game or not um i don't know i know they said that they were going to patch the game and stuff like that but i i don't know i i just i just don't know it's there's so much going on with this game there's so much going on with bethesda that's like I, I honestly can't keep track of it. What's going on with them? So I, I think I'm done. I, 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 I bagged on Bethesda for a cool minute, but you know what? I'm just, I'm done. I'm done with Bethesda. I, I can't, I'm, I'm just going. Hopefully, I'm gonna hope for the fact that <laughs> Doom Eternal is gonna be good. So, so yeah. So are you still hopeful for Bethesda? Like I said, this is a mess. I hope. Hopefully, this was a massive wake up call considering the fact that Epic Games is about to go to war with um, Steam through the game store and stuff like that. And I know Bethesda has worked with, for Steam, with Steam for a while. So hopefully Steam's like, yo, y'all better bring the smoke or something like that. So, <laughs> But uh, yeah, uh, speaking, of, uh, speaking of bringing the smoke, uh, Halloween 5, The Revenge of Michael Myers, which is I'm excited. <laughs> no, no, which is GC's favorite movie. I want to say this right now. GC loves the <laughs> this dude has sworn up and down that Halloween dude. 4 and 5 and 6 are great movies when we have watched dude. them together and I have gone off <laughs> on him because he and I understand you used to you thought the little girl when you were a kid you had a crush on the girl okay but oh she's matter, hot now but yeah that doesn't matter dude like I, I, I watched freaking small soldiers and I had a crush on Kirsten Dutz that doesn't mean that I love small soldiers that movie's a piece of trash but the point of the matter is, apparently there are people right now who are going out to find the deleted scenes of Halloween 5. Because apparently the entire movie was went straight to hell to the point where there are multiple deleted scenes of the movie that were deleted from the theatrical version that would have made the movie make a lot more sense. Well, it's they're now all gone. Whoa. And they're trying to find them. And our last piece of quick news, uh, I don't know if anyone watches Lucha Underground on the L Ray Network, but L Ray Network's finna get sued. Uh, Joey Ryan, Ivelisse, and Th uh, Thunder Rosa are suing Lucha Underground because Lucha Underground gave them a damn contract in which they cannot leave Lucha Underground. They have to continuously do it even though Joey Ryan just got signed with AEW. So, there you have it. So, if you so pray for your boys at L Ray Network. I don't know. But now let's get into the actual piece of news. Let's get into some gaming news. So, mm -hmm. y'all know what's been going on. Activision recently laid off hundreds. And I 800 of their employees. Um and it's kind of jacked up. Um but we actually do have an exclusive. If you guys are listening to us right now, we actually got a statement from someone who works at Activision who talked about his thoughts on the um the layoffs as a whole. So I'm gonna let you guys uh 
uh, listen to it right now live on Twitch. And if you're listening to this on SoundCloud, this is the way it is. And it's a little long. It's about two, two minutes, 48 seconds. So be sure to uh, listen to it. Go ahead. All right. So uh, Blizzard layoffs. So a lot of people are obviously upset about that, which I understand. Um, but the way I see it is it's really simply a business decision. Um, and I think that there's really no reason for all of the, uh, um, the anger that's out there right now because Blizzard definitely made it a business. And if there are positions that are unneeded or unnecessary, then it's only natural for those positions to be cut. Now, people say, oh, it was, um, you know, Blizzard had a record high. Um, they had record high revenue, uh, you know, that's, that's great, that's cool, but they're still going to be looking for ways to save money, you know, so why, why would they continue to pay for positions that they don't need anymore if they can, you know, cut those and make even more profit? That's really what it's about. People, people are upset about the fact that one of the, you know, the big shots, um, one of the high executives got um, a $15 million bonus, um, you know, there's reasons for that. You know, maybe, you know, there, there's there's a thing in the industry called called poaching, okay? They, you know, Blizzard, you know, and, and Activision Blizzard, they need to make sure that their executives um, are, you know, that they're staying competitive so that their executives and, and uh, high-profile players are not being poached um, and being tempted to go elsewhere, Okay, so so I think there's a lot of different reasons why companies make big business decisions, um, and this kind of stuff should be expected. I, I don't think that Blizzard's being, you know, greedy necessarily or malicious. Um, I think that, you know, it really just comes down to the nature of business. That's that's really it. And, you know, that that's coming from a Blizzard employer. Um, you know, if my position, if I felt like it wasn't very necessary. I would be doing things that, you know, would, um, I don't know, help me to become more valuable. Um, and if I couldn't find ways to do that, then I would just start looking for another place because you can't expect for a business to keep you just, you know, just because, you know, just because you've been there or just because, you know, for whatever other reason. Like, you need to stay competitive. You need to stay relevant and that's the only way you're going to have security. So I don't think Blizzard did anything wrong. And, yeah, that's what I think. All right, then. There you have it. We're, we, uh, we're keeping him anonymous because uh, he works for Blizzard. So there you go. Uh, and while – and this is actually coming from Kotaku. They, um, Bobby Kodak did uh, state that while our financial results for 2018 were the best in our uh, history, we didn't realize the full potential to help us reach our – our full potential, we have made a number of important leadership changes. These changes should enable us to achieve the many opportunities out in our industry affords us, especially with our powerful own franchises, our strong commercial capabilities, our direct digital connections to hundreds of millions of players, and our extraordinary talent employees. So with all that being said, TJ, what's your thoughts on this one? Well, um, you know, I get what he's saying in terms of Aww. idea of you know, your business, you're making revenue, but you're going to find ways to cut stuff. I, I on the base, just on the basic business level, I get it. 
but at the same time you you i'm mad at two things about the announcement i guess the the prior to all this apparently activision was bracing themselves for kind of like bad news for their 2018 revenue stream going into 2019 so i remember hearing some rumblings of there was going to be possible layoffs because of whatever revenue revenues was going to come up short in 2018. so when the news came out that their revenue actually was like in the extreme positives i was like oh, okay i guess everybody's still gonna have their jobs and then boom they laid off like all those people and i'm like Aww. it kind of reminds me like because that sucks because you know the satoru the one from nintendo he took like he makes a lot of money but he was so he was so nice that he took off he i think he had half cut of his pay just to keep nintendo going to me that like that's the thing that would be nice but you know i guess the pyramid will always win so yeah, and, yeah. And, that's, and that's what's confusing about it all. It's just like, was there what? I mean, was there another way they could have did this without laying? Yeah, off like it's unfair because like CEOs, the people on the top, they make so much money, way more money, but yet you know, like why can't like you just lower there and help you help your subordinates? Like why can't it be that easy? That's the thing I hate about business, like you know how business works these days. There's little business character and business. Uh, uh, what's another what's another word for morality just as in you basically uh, um, ethical ethics yeah basically basically put in the forefront of your business and you make sure like you know for your love your appreciation and hard work from your employees because if it wasn't for your employees your business wouldn't exist to basically get to where it is now that um you do whatever you can to basically provide you know options you know for them but you know, it push comes shove. Like you know, it is business, so you're gonna do whatever you can to make a profit. Um, you see, you see little of that. You know, uh, integrity. There we go. Business integrity. You see a little yeah. of that today. There we go. That you and know, that's you uh, that's what I hate. Like, and like, come on, take a look at Satoru. He cared about uh, like he cared about his subordinates so much. He took half of his pay because he knows he didn't need he, he didn't need that much. I'm just I'm just say like this. It, it does suck and like look i could go i can go off about this whole thing i could i really can but it reminds me of the, the it reminds me of the recession honestly like in 2008 because my mom got laid off during that time too so i would say this I'll, uh, and i x-force can is not here to defend himself but he continues says that we're about to head i think he has uh said by himself that we're about to head into another game video game crash i don't think so me personally but this does suck considering the fact that 800 people just got laid off and i don't and again like um codex said this 2018 was their best fiscal year i mean overwatch league was such a huge success last year um cod black ops 4 from what i was told by gc and other people who love call of duty revitalized call of duty and stuff like that they like activision was killing it like don't don't us wrong we still think Activision does some scumbag tactics, but, and I honestly think, believe that Bungie separating from Activision was the best business de business decision, but mm -hmm. numbers don't lie when they mm -hmm. say that. Uh, numbers don't lie. Better. So, I, 
I think I mean, a lot of this is I mean a lot of this is shareholders too. That's the other aspect of yeah, it. But shareholders like you you they I don't think you understand in an accounting perspective, whatever money you make, they get a dividend. And it's by law. That's the thing that's unfair. They get a dividend um given to them. Yeah, and so I don't know. I and I hopefully th- if this is gonna if this is gonna be like Telltale, where all everyone got the entire company got liquidated, and next thing you know, any of the publishers and developer video game developers were like, "Hey guys, come work." With, uh, we know you just got laid off from Telltale. Come work with us and stuff like that. Hopefully, we see this again because it's like you cannot tell. Almost a thousand, almost a thousand people got laid off. So, so pretty much a dominant effect. Yeah, a, it, it's yeah. A, a massive domino effect, and hopefully, hopefully, we'll see that. We'll see what happened with Telltale happen again in the positive route, where people start getting, uh, where people start getting hired by different companies and publishers and stuff like that, to uh, be like, hey, we know what happened at, uh, we know that you got laid off from Blizzard, come work with us and stuff like that. But yeah, so uh, I do, I do send my condolences to get fired. It does suck. Y'all really did get mm. dealt a really bad hand, and mm. hopefully everyone bounces back. That's just it does put. It does put. Now I have heard it. I mean, I'm pretty sure y'all guys heard it too. It has pushed about the idea that's this been kind of going on for a while. The idea of like unionizing game developers. They should. No, I, I've been I've been reading about that. I honestly do believe that there should be a union for video for gaming developers and publishers. I mean, we have it for the we have it for the SAGs, and. And, and regular, you know, residential and commercial jobs, why not have it for the, for the video game industry? I think it would work a lot better for that, too. Because, I mean, again, you had, um, what was the company? Uh, Rockstar. Rockstar pushed their employees to, to make sure Red Dead 2 was perfect and stuff like that. And, like, don't get me wrong, Red Dead 2 Redemption 2 is a really good game, but you should not be pushing your employees for, like, what? so many hours to get one game you y'all need to take breaks at some so uh, if they do start unionizing um developers and gaming publish gaming developers and game and publishers i think that'd be a good idea all right i want uh, let's move let's try, try and get a little more happier news so nintendo direct was uh just popped up well not popped up it just happened this past week uh we got a lot of gaming news that happened with nintendo and since where new games were announced um, Super Mario Maker 2 just got announced. There is- I'm waiting on Animal Crossing! <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. I, you know, that's- I'm waiting. You, you know what? I'm tired of you, Nintendo. You all forgot about Animal Crossing. Dang, just you know, they mobile. don't care. It's on mobile. It's on mobile. Even then, they don't care. They don't care. This, this, is the same, this, you know, guys, this is the same girl that okayed re- the Ryu Ranger from Power Rangers Legacy. For. You guys, so- stop! <laughs> Super Smash Brothers Ultimate's getting a 3.0 update. Uh, thank God they did not announce Goku or Sora because I would have lost the bet. Oh, oh no, it's, coming. No, it's coming! You know what? Okay, you know I'm gonna say there's gonna be a Sora. Watch. There, it's Watch. not gonna happen. Okay, so Sora. CJ I'm pretty case, sure Sora is gonna be on Smash. CJ, in case Stop hating. Last year, GC and I made a bet back in 2017 <laughs> where I said that Kingdom Hearts 3 was not coming out in 2018, and he bet. <laughs> and everyone in the podcast bet against me, saying, "Hey, we're with GC. It's gonna come out in 2018." And then they say it was coming out in January 2019. In our vlog at E3, when we went to E3 last year, I had them pay me up on camera. So we're not doing a double or nothing. 
Well, Dang. if Goku and or Sora or both make it into Smash, I owe him $20. If both of them show up, I owe him 40 Dang, that's tough. So I am I am hoping by the time E3 rolls around, it does not happen because he has until E3. And they have not announced those two. Uh, I win the bet. So pray for your boy. Um, Box Boy, uh, Box Boy plus Box Girl is coming out uh, on the 3DS. Captain Toad Treasure Tracker uh, is getting a Switch version with a DLC uh, adding on Toadette. Marvel's Ultimate Alliance, the, the Marvel's Ultimate Alliance 3, the Black Order, there is more detail about that, and the game comes out at, in the fall. Um, Bloodstained, Ritual of the Night, which is a which is an uh, Castlevania-inspired game, is coming out in the summer. Uh, Tetris 99, the, the free-to-play Tetris game, where it's pretty much a Battle Royale version of Tetris, is now free-to-play, and it's available on the Switch right now so jay and we also got final fantasy 7 and final fantasy 9 coming to the switch as well no one can, yeah, yeah no but no one, cares. No, one, they go. no one cares well, why not final 8 though but i don't know no one cares about final fantasy 7. uh assassin's creed 3. No, just no, blasphemy nobody nobody cares about eight that's that's yeah. hey, hey, Thank hey, you. Hey, 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 hey. eight is fire eight is fire i'll fight tooth and nail about that um Castlevania 3 and not Castlevania yeah. Assassin's Creed 3 remastered is coming to the switch May 21st Fire Emblem three houses or I'd like to call it Fire Emblem Game of Thrones uh, More detail about that game is coming uh, just came out and the game should be out Hopefully out by the third or fourth quarter of 2019 a uh, Hellblade sauna sacrifice of the new uh, Ninja theories uh, critically game action games coming to the switch this spring uh, Deltrun, Yoshi's Craft World, Final Fantasy 97. But the biggest ones that came out, Daemon uh, Machina's demo is now available. And um, there's a new game made by Platinum. I don't remember what the name of the game is off the top of my head, but it looks pretty fire. I thought it was. Uh, Astro Trade? Yeah, Astro Trade. Whoa. Uh, Anything looks... that Platinum comes out, perfect. It looks like a. Um... It, it, it kind of reminded me of Digital Devil Saga on PlayStation 2, so that's what it is. But other than that, um, CJ, did you get the chance to watch on Nintendo Direct? Um, no, actually, Nintendo Direct, I always, like, considering the amount of people that we follow and stuff on Twitter, it's one of those, I just look at the news secondhand and stuff, and I, I, it's like, okay, well, Nintendo Direct happened, and I saw the link to the, like, they're doing Link's Awakening remake, and I'm like, oh, oh I forgot crap. about that one. <laughs> On that and i mean that's probably like one of my top favorite zeldas of all time easily so i saw that and then i saw some of the stuff for um uh, what the fuck was the other game you just mentioned it um x mark uh, ultimate marvel ultimate alliance oh yeah, yeah just that because one. i was just because i was just sitting there like damn it i wish it wasn't a switch exclusive but maybe i do get a switch <laughs> and get it so yeah so th those were really the two that kind of caught my eye just because you know, I mean, those are the two things. The Zelda one, especially, was the big one that kind of stood out to me. Jen, I know you're, I know you're mad about Animal Crossing, but what did you think about um, the conference? Did you even check it out? Um, I told you I didn't have time, but you know, I, I went through the news and did the quick news. <laughs> I didn't have time. I was working that that when when it was premiering. But did, but did you at least see the news update? Yeah, I saw the news update. I'm excited. Still waiting on Animal Crossing, Nintendo. Don't do this. Don't do it. Okay, but I haven't seen someone get this mad over a game since freaking CC and Overwatch. Okay, but 
overall, I'm excited. Um, you know, Super Mario, Super Mario Maker is that the one? I'm excited. I may get that one. So yeah. Um, what about you, Jesus? Uh, I'm pretty excited. You know, pretty much. Uh, you know, Final Fantasy series pretty much be already released on there. Um, so uh, Super Mario Maker Two, New Zelda. And I was hoping for, I mean, besides a new update, I was hoping for, like, you know, well, of course, like, you know, they have a separate Nintendo Direct of just solely on Smash alone. So I was hoping, like, you know, even, like, new updates on new character announcements soon, or at least a clue, but we'll figure it out pretty much later on in the future on the next Nintendo Direct. I would say this, I, I, it was okay, I'm not gonna, like, I, I'm, I think the only games that really caught my eye were, um, Astro Blade and, um, Game on Machina, and oh yeah, and Mortal Kombat 11 is coming to the Switch, obviously as well. Uh, mm -hmm. and, but like th that and um, Bloodstain, those are the only three games I'm actually looking forward to that that they announced at the direct. I mean, to the Toad Treasure looks okay. I I've always loved Yoshi uh, Yoshi Story, so I might pick that one up too. But I was more I'm more disappointed over the fact that. We, they didn't announce anything about, about the Metroid Prime trilogy that we know that's in the lab right now. I think because of the fact that Metroid Prime 4 just got delayed, I would think Nintendo would have like would just said, "We know we um we know we delayed it, but here is the trilogy." I think they would they should stri strike when iron hot type of thing. So that's my thing. Um. Other than that, I mean, there are some other stuff that I kind of wish they had talked about. I mean, I'm, again, glad Goku and Sora have not been announced because they're not going to be announced. Right? Um, but Astro Blade looks very interesting because knowing how Platinum is, Platinum doesn't really make a lot of bad games. I mean, there's, I mean, Legend of Korra and that Ninja Turtles game were the big hiccups, but that's because they were rushed out for, uh, out of production, stuff like that. So I would like to see how Astro Blade does. Oh, and they did say that they are working on Bayonetta 3, which I'm like, you couldn't like show us a new trailer or something like that. Maybe you just show us like, hey, Come Bayonetta on. 3 is still coming out. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Like Bayonetta, such a good game, man. Like I got it on the Wii U a couple years ago, so I'm excited for this one. Cause Plat, I told you, Platinum is perfect. Well, yeah. Again, Platinum doesn't make terrible games. I mean. No, no, I call it Perfect Platinum. That's perfect why they're called Platinum. platinum. Okay, they're not Perfect yeah. Gen. I mean, Anarchy Range should have been the next big thing. And Sega, like, legit... <laughs> they are to me! And, and, they they and, are to and me! And Sega legit did a Razor's Edge and just threw them out the ring. So, like, yeah. that wasn't gonna Okay, happen. fine. Fine, fine, alright. Anarchy Range was fine. I thought it was fine. It wasn't, like, the greatest thing that I think a lot of us hyped it up to be. Um, I think they did the Turtles game, which was okay. It wasn't really up to snuff like I wanted it to be, but it was still a playable game. I think they did the Avatar video game, Legend of Korra video game, which was, again, it was okay, but you were expecting kind of more out of them and stuff. But you could say at the most, they're, they're like the MCU of the video game world. It's like they never really made a bad game. It's just the worst they've done has just been okay. Yeah, like, it. it's like the worst are just okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's Nintendo Direct News. Um, yeah, like I said, it was okay. Speaking of Nintendo, apparently, this this was uh, this was another big thing that happened. Xbox Live may be coming to Ooh. not just mobile, but Nintendo as a whole. So this came oh, out of the spot. Apparently, 
Microsoft is about to put Nintendo, or not put Xbox Live on Nintendo. There's gonna be more updates about this. Nintendo um, and mobile. And Nintendo and mobile. There's gonna be more updates about this uh, at the um, GCD con conference in May, May 22nd to the 23rd. But um, I want to get your thoughts on this, Jen, because you're the, you're the big Nintendo fan in the squad as of right now. So, what's your thoughts? I'm excited. I think this also, you know, bites the competition for Sony because you know Sony's been killing it with Kingdom Hearts three and all that stuff. Okay, Kingdom Hearts but... is, a third, is a third party game, Jen. You can get it on the Xbox as well. Oh, oh yeah, that's true. I forgot. Okay, but overall, like you know. Xbox need to step their game up, so I'm excited. I want to see how how that goes, actually, because if Xbox Live is on coming to the Switch, like, is it like, 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 say I have an Xbox Live account, I can like live stream stuff on Switch. Is that what it is? I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't, I don't know how that. Means either. I, I, again, they're gonna they're gonna talk more about this at. Uh, now mm -hmm. I, I did say right, GC, uh, GDC. They're gonna be talking about it at yeah. GDC, uh, in May, so we'll find out a little bit more about what in the world is going on. It's from the 18th to the 22nd. Okay. Okay, um, then. May, but, um, CJ, Alrighty, then. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll keep ahead. a lookout. All right. CJ, what about you? Um, hmm. Go back to me. Okay. I'll let you go first. <laughs> All right, I'll go real quick. Um, yeah, this was, this is a barn burner. I'll say that right now. I'm not saying it in a bad way. It's just, I don't think no one saw it come. I don't think no one. I haven't saw it coming. No one. Saw, I mean, you would have thought that the big three. Me consoles, neither. The big three consoles, you would. I mean, it's bad enough. It's already bad enough that people don't want cross multiplayer. I mean, it's bad enough that everyone's trying to fight for cross multiplayer. And Sony's probably the only one that's not budging. It's not flinching at all. But, and we, because we all want cross multiplayer. But when it comes to Xbox, I didn't think that they're going to bring their online service to the Switch. What I hope that happens is if they do do this and we get more detail about this, this does improve Nintendo on Nintendo's online service because playing on from what I've been told, playing people online on the Switch is pretty bad right now. Because, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I actually, well, uh, it's not that good, honestly. I tried playing Splatoon. It it, it takes uh, a long time. Yeah, Nintendo is good for me. Their online infrastructure has been very hit and miss. Um, when I had the Nintendo Wii, I bought Tatsunoko versus Capcom. Really? Oh my god, that's like an yeah. underrated game. I love that game so much. Sorry. Yeah. I, I, I bought it. I, I, no, you're good. I bought it online with it. And people, and I remember around that time period, people were talking cash shit about um sony's like online the ps3's infrastructure and i'm like ps3's is better than nintendo's like um, I, like at this point at this point it's like it's like you can say what you will about the ps3's online infrastructure at least i could play fighting games competently but tatsunoko versus capcom it was like it was rough it was a bit rough even going into the wii u era it was rough and it's i'm not surprised that going into the switch that is still rough so Xbox Live, which I mean, it seems like since it's Microsoft and they can do that, it's going on there. If it works for Nintendo, cool. I don't think that this is going to go into Sony's because Sony's going to look at that like, no, we're good. <laughs> you know, I, I don't, I don't know if if Sony is cool with Microsoft's Xbox Live going on to Sony's because people say that oh, Sony's online is garbage. I'm like, I think that's just mainly one the infrastructure a little bit, but it's not bad. No, it's um, not. 
half hour, I'll probably say they had the leg up on Sony initially, but I guess in terms of it is to me at this point with Sony and Microsoft, it's just depending on what you really feel like, honestly. At the end of the day. That's how I see it. Um, but I think it, the edge is slightly on Microsoft's end, so I don't, I mean, hey, anything that helps the Nintendo in terms of the online infrastructure is, is A plus for them, so hey, cool, you know. I would say this, um, Jen and I, I know you and I talked about this, um, I don't think, I, I mean, let me put it like this, Microsoft and the Xbox right now ain't doing all that well because, because let's just face yeah. it, there really are no, there are really no more exclusives on Xbox, it's always, it's Microsoft, it's it's Xbox and Windows, um, Windows 10 exclusive. Like Xbox no longer has a like solo dolo exclusive on the console itself because it just integrates with Windows. Honestly, I think this is a good power play in Microsoft in Xbox's camp to want yeah. to, to expand with Nintendo because now well yeah it makes it easier because it's like nintendo versus sony and then we bring in like you know your competition it, it like you know it brings in the smoke i'm just kidding <laughs> no 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 it's my xbox live is nintendo stan no Whoa! it's persona persona it's his persona bro. i'm gonna tell you right now i would say this playing call of duty on the wii was probably one of the worst decisions i ever played it was one of the worst decisions i ever made because Wow, that game was rough playing on the, on the Wii. <laughs> it was rough, dude. Uh, no, I actually no. never played it, but I'm curious now. <laughs> no, uh, well, and playing Super Smash Bros. Brawl online, that was extremely rough. And this is around the time where I thought I was super good in Smash Brothers, and I thought, and I'm like, yeah, I'm good. And then I played my friend's brother. I played my friend's little brother, who's my age, and he just whooped my ass. Like in like two seconds. There's like three stars. That's not new. Smash Bros. Hey, I'm sorry. Smash Bros. is not a fighting game, so whatever. Um, <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> but, but no, and so like I remember when we played, I'm like, yeah, I'm good with Link. Let's go. And he uses Falco, and this dude is doing combos on me in melee, and I'm like, F Smash. I can't do this no more. Like I thought it was good. Like, I, thought I, was, I was the best. I was the best player in my family, and then I get my ass whooped <laughs> by this white boy. I'm like, I'm good. <laughs> so it's pretty much a benefit on both ends just as in like you know besides nintendo basically refusing like in the blueprint to improve their uh internet infrastructure and their servers um and pretty much refusing it's like basically xbox giving pretty much a healthy hand but in return they're receiving off on the back end of nintendo's clout when it comes to nintendo switch sales and the possibility of, of where the future it may go is when it comes to either the software uh the hardware as well as well as the online play especially um even though like you know with um phil spencer you know pretty much explaining the success of microsoft's involved and the concern for cross cross play directly but just the possibility in the future in itself of cross play when it comes to basically xbox live in the in, i mean in the nintendo switch um hardware i would mm -hmm. and i would say this and we can move on afterwards um i know um if you're wondering i know that they're about to integrate also with like um iPhones and Androids and stuff like that, but let's face yeah. it, everyone at this point is doing that. Like that's not that honestly is nothing new because I actually had I, the, I had the PlayStation app and PlayStation Messenger on my phone, so and Steam. So that's honestly no big news. Like at some point, I'm like, okay, Microsoft, okay, Xbox, cool. I think it's just now you're about to do you put your stuff on another console. That is the most interesting thing because <clears throat> if the way they're if the way they're gonna do it I, on phones, it's gonna be just like on. 
PlayStation's app. You, you can buy stuff through Xbox Live, through your phone. You can message people, your friends from Xbox Live through your phone. That's something that's not going to be new if that's how they're going to uh, have their infrastructure on the phone part. I'm just really curious about what's going to happen with Nintendo. So hopefully this does mean Nintendo's online is better. So that's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. All right, and now let's move on to some funnier news. Um, so I did not this know is, this. Is this real? I don't think this I'm is real. Ass, this is dead ass real. So apparently, <laughs> everyone they mamas apparently in the Mortal Kombat community wants Shaggy from Scooby Doo <laughs> to be in freaking Mortal Kombat 11. I, I, I am I am literally stunned. <laughs> I, I don't Something know. that I did not know was a thing. It just the fact that the shit like it's amazing when you're I on Twitter memes, and you just man. like it's one thing when you're on Twitter and you see a couple of shaggy memes and you're laughing because like okay this is actually pretty funny, but then you started catching on and then Matthew Lillard himself is like jumping in on it because you know he was shaggy too, and it's just like <laughs> yo this shit come on, and the fact that people want him in MK11 and I mean apparently it's not gonna happen but we'll see where things have happened. It's just it, this whole thing is hilarious. It is outright hilarious. Top the bottom. I guess all those drugs on Shaggy has caught up to him. Staff. I, mean, I saw a JoJo. I saw I saw a JoJo Bizarre Adventure one with Shaggy. That shit had me in tears. <laughs> I remember that one too. But yeah. So apparently, NetherRealm finally came out because they're like, okay, enough is enough. And this, they're saying, this is coming from uh, Nintendo Life. Um. So they said Shaggy will not be in the game at all. Sorry, dead meme. And then they put on their Twitter hashtag RIP Shaggy. Honestly, Dang. I, and honestly, I prefer you know to basically be a DLC character in Mortal Kombat 11. Is you know honestly Alita. I mean, we haven't seen the movie Alita. I just I, watched you know, that last night. Yeah, I recommend it. And you see the combat itself, the choreography that she was been doing, and how she be dogging these dudes. I would honestly kind of see that her as a DLC character in Mortal Kombat 11. I would say this, uh, yeah, I'm. I don't want Shaggy in the game either. Uh, I'm. I, I'm glad that uh, I talked to my friends about this, and they're like, "Yeah, man, we don't. Why would? Why the hell would they want?" But I understand why people want uh, Shaggy in the game because of the fact that he's he's a Warner Brothers licensed character, and Warner Brothers uh, games are the publishers of um, Mortal Kombat. So, but at the same time. What, what the hell is Shaggy gonna do fighting Sub Zero? Or Scorpion? Do all the stuff He's gonna do his instinct. He's gonna do his instinct. Shut up, Jack. <laughs> yeah, he is. I want to see that Ultra Instinct on on, on Sub Zero. How old is this? Just that fight scene alone, you can't tell me Shaggy wasn't hard that day. <laughs> no, 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 we know no. for years as much food him and Scooby be eating. You, you already know off the top. Oh yeah, they they be on that Mary Jane or whatever. But you can't tell me that fight scene alone. He wasn't hot. Yeah. Again, like, again, again, like I said, like I said, how the hell is Shaggy gonna go up to Sub Zero and try to fight this fool? How? I mean, they would have to do a lot of a lot of stuff from the memes and. I got one though. Yeah. No, no, I just realized. Because it's Mortal Kombat, because it's rated M. Instead of smoking, have him smoke. Have him, have him do the mountain of cocaine, Tony Montana and Scarface. What? <laughs> have him do that entire, or or have him smoke that same meth that they tried putting the black community in bones. Oh wow! 
You're hold on, hold on. You're better putting Undertaker and WWE in, in freaking Mortal Kombat. And they they, have, they they'll probably can do something innovative. I mean, look at how they they kind of position pivoted the turtles in MK you know ten. They're, like, they're in it's, injustice. It's, oh, I say MK ten. Uh, injustice too. It's like they managed to kind of like make that work in a way because you're like, oh, so they're four separate characters. No, you can start off a match with one of them, you know, and all that stuff. So, I mean, they could do Shaggy, but it's gonna take a lot of like. And, and just doing a lot of crazy stuff for that to work. And let them on too, it won't stop the mod community for putting them, putting them in there. That's true. Yeah. Um, I would say this. I think the best way they could put could put Shaggy in, you, you give, you have it be Shaggy from the Scooby-Doo Zombie series. Where, no. Where, <laughs> um, where they're all like, zom they're like hunting on zombie and like vampires and Stuff like that because I know Fred's dead apparently in the comic book, so yeah, they could they could do that. But uh in, in regards to Ninja Turtles, the one of the big reasons why I understood why Ninja Turtles was in Justice 2 is because of the fact that they've done comic books. There there have been comic book crossovers with Batman and Ninja Turtles. So and obviously they're gonna do that. It, I like I was just surprised they didn't put Power Rangers in Justice 2, saying the fact that we had Justice League Power Rangers crossover. I'm pretty sure that's a lot of licensing in terms of the Power Rangers stuff in any sort of like crossover video game. A lot of red tape involved in that. I'm just uh, so, and I know also they did they did announce Cabal, they did announce Jade and Devora for Mortal Kombat 11. And I'm just saying this, and I we talked about this on the uh, Scrub Lounge. So is Cabal a speedster now? And if so, can we get him in Justice Three so he can uh, do a foot race with Flash? <sighs> That's been like that since the the OG Mortal Kombat, so I, I just kind of I, I put it in that category to be honest. No, but like with his fatality, it's like this fool is running <laughs> like he's the Flash. Like this nigga like legit went around the world through Sub Zero, which yo I'm yo another round. I'm sick of y'all dogging my homie Sub Zero like that, man. Sub Zero about that life, so stop that. Stop that right now. Um, yeah, with this weather, he is about that life. <laughs> but yeah so like he did that so i'm like he's rated r flash so and then jade i know a lot of people were mad about i know a lot of people are divided about jade's new look he's a lot you know you got a lot of horny uh video gamer video game players <laughs> it's not as bad as there are a lot of female characters no, that's like, true it was fine put it this way They've done better in terms of the, some of the women's looks and stuff. They're not as... I mean, look, you remember how was it? Uh, was it Sh Shiva was yeah. looking at in the OG one and how they changed her up in a new one to where it's like, oh, she's actually clothed now. All right, cool. You know, it's, it's we, we've come a long way since then, so I'm, I'm fine with Jade's outfit. It's still, mm -hmm. no, and I, still I like, scandalously clad with, you know, being classiest a little bit. So it's like, all right, cool. I like, I mean... I, that I like the fact that she looks like she's like she's part Quan Chi's army, considering the fact that she's the only person in more that didn't come back in more Kombat X, while every other character who died in more Kombat Nine and were bad guys came back in MKX, and now they're good guys, and they explain the story and stuff like that. So yeah, Revenants, yeah, hopefully uh, we have more insight about that. So yeah, we'll see how it goes. Like I said, with, with Jade, I like her being a Revenant. I kind of figured they were gonna pick up on that that plot point from mk10 so okay. high rolls so yeah shaggy's not coming be in the game people so shut the hell up 
Um, yeah. we got a couple more before we hand out. So Sony apparently is saying that Cloud Gaming, they admit that Cloud Gaming is a threat to consoles. This is coming from Channel News. Um, Baroki uh, Totoki had admitted during Sony's FY uh, 2018 Q3 earnings call that Cloud Gaming is a potential future threat to its business, although the company will remain focused on the hardware. Cloud um, and PS4 is currently the most uh, popular console on the market, yada, yada, yada. So, um, thoughts about cloud gaming. Um, CJ, I'm going to take, I'm going like, to let you take the floor with this. Uh, do you feel as if cloud gaming could be a potential threat to destroy the console market as a whole? The threat for the gaming market? Uh, one, uh, I don't think, I've read up on this and stuff. One, I don't think we've reached that level of being feasible. And considering that even on the digital side of things, to even though, and don't get it twisted, I think it's convenient that I can buy my games digitally, but I also factor in the aspect of companies can also take those games away and you'll never see them again until they feel like it. Yeah, we talked about that last uh, few podcasts ago. And I think with cloud gaming, you're going to make it like Netflix and I can play it, but much like Netflix, Netflix will take some movies off that you won't see unless you go out your way to like go to Amazon or go to other places to actually get it. So I don't think we've reached that level tech wise to where that's feasible. And even then it's going to, it's going to be a while before that this ends up becoming a thing. Cause I remember reading Sony saying basically what I'm saying, it's just, it's, it hasn't reached that level, but we'll, I see them dipping a the toe. I would say over the next hmm, five, six years, you're going to see a lot of companies start dipping a toe into doing kind of like Netflix type services for certain games, like retro games or something like that. And then seeing how the market plays and such. So I'm not I'm not really 100 percent sold on cloud gaming just yet. And just like the same thing, I asked them a while back to whatever um, in your opinion, um, CJ, I mean, well, pretty much I'm asking, do you believe that we own our games? That's basically a i mean on like the physical side yeah i own the game um i think when you own it like right now i own i bought the spider-man ps4 game you know and such right and i know at some point that game might leave the playstation store just like that download it again yeah i don't know how long i'll be but so i think when it comes to digital yeah you own it but there is a caveat to it like i own my ps3 that Marvel vs. Capcom 2 uh, remake oh. that uh, Capcom put out because Capcom had took it off the store, which means I will never yeah. be able to re-download it again, which means Ooh. that that $20 that I paid for it is gone. It's like I do own it, but I'm still at the whim of the company that has it because if I delete it off my console, well, I can't get it again unless I pay money again for it again. So I do have that that ownership of it because hey i can pop it in i can play it no problem yeah because the reason i asked because i said this like a couple of podcasts ago just as in the threat when it comes to uh dig i mean digital games and all as, as well as you know Sony coming out saying cloud gaming um basically just as in people who people don't really realize the potential dangers when it comes to digital only games or cloud gaming just as in of Companies, I said this like a while ago before I passed our podcast. Basically, said this, whatever that we're gonna come to a, a time in the future where we're gonna come to a digital only console 
where you know no more hard cop no more hard copies no more um it's pretty much the, the position that gamestop is on and and they're in the um position of being closed down so just like no more you know experiences no more getting hard copies uh of games itself and everything pretty much hard copies <laughs> itself is going to be obsolete and it's going to be strictly uh digital only where to appease the consumer's uh, convenience of just downloading games from the comfort of their own home, um, which is fine, you know, but just as in the option of owning it, I'll just like hearing what you said that a potential of you're not really per se owning it where it be, might be available for, you know, re-download because you basically paid money for it, but they, there's an option where they can like remove it from the store, um, take uh, certain aspects of the digital aspects from it and let alone when it comes to the um, cloud part um, when it comes to like basically the uh, server and the internet to the stability to basically actually stream games um, or just like for, I mean just download games you know just like you know convenient I mean consistently like that um, it's pretty much gonna put like a lot of companies you know just as in I'll say like you know physical like say GameStop or mom and pop stores we're gonna put them out of business but keep other companies just as and probably amazon um i would say it's like kind of half and half when it comes to hard copies but like just online stores just as an epic games or steam and everything it'll basically put them on the forefront but a lot of the hard copies that we grew up basically getting or whatever is pretty much being diminished i yeah. I, you, and I think this would make this would you would probably see a lot more mom and pop games start to come up like there's one down the street from my house that still sells hard copy games of the newer games and stuff like that and they have a lot of stuff that they do uh community wise and stuff so i would say that may it once if gamestop closes down uh hard when it comes to hard copy selling hard copy games for consoles and stuff mom and pop stores will back us will back that up all day every day but um in a sense where gc where you're saying that like we could be going to a digital only market i would say this um they tried, uh, they low-key tried that before with the Ouya and on live. I don't know if anyone remembers on live, but I remember my brother and I beta tested that and it was kind of trash. But so going digital only, we might not see that for quite a while. Oh yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, it's not going to basically not going to happen. Like it's possibly is going to happen. Just like not now, I'll say like, around five to ten years from now possibly i don't know i'd say i give it 15 to 20 honestly because i because of the fact that because of the fact that the majority of things that we do now we have to have the internet we're in uh, internet providers spectrum and 18 stuff like that they gotta step their game up because obviously i don't think they realize that there are a lot more people who use on uh, the internet for a lot of things like once because once the internet goes out you can't use your phone or anything like that. so and once the internet goes out you can't really play out the majority of your games um unless they're like hardcover co hard copies of them so there you have it that that's my thought i hope that i that probably sounds just as random as hell but yeah <laughs> that mm -hmm. was kind of random but i mean like i said i think i do feel overall though i see the potential because i mean look as some like i have all my consoles i still have my old school nintendo even though i have a you know uh emulator that i got that has all the old games anyway i see potential in doing kind of a netflix thing for like older games like say 
to buy Eternal Champions, but if I do a subscription for retro games and stuff, oh, I can play some Eternal Champions on whatever service has it, and I can just play it without going out there and buying the game and stuff, you know. So there's potential for that. It's just I don't. It's hard for me to trust this the the, the era of companies really getting greedy with it, and they probably might, you know, up the price on it for no reason and stuff. So it's potential, but I'm curious to see how they go about all this ultimately. I would say that. Didn't they try that with GameTap though back in the day? Remember GameTap? Yeah, I do remember that. I think they did try to do that and it was like shaky at best. But yeah, so there you have it. Um Sony Sony's a little iffy about it. So and rightfully so. Like I said, like we said, like we're not going anywhere anytime soon, but like be on the lookout at some point, like 10, 15, 15, 10, 20 years later, we might be having digital only consoles. And our last piece of gaming news, Electronic Arts, our good friends over... Oh, real quick, Jen, what did you, what did you think about um, Digital Only? I forgot to ask. Oh, um, I'm interesting, because, you know, I feel like because people have the internet, it's going to kill the console community. I mean, like, app stores are really fun. Like, Fortnite, I play it on my phone. Oh, my God. Don't hate <laughs> me, but yeah. And uh, so, Jen, did you... Oh, Here's a question. Did you help out with that choreography for that little kid's hip hop? No, I didn't. Uh, I didn't. No, I did not. Oh my gosh. They copied that off someone. I and I'm surprised. No. I'm surprised because Black Boy JB is gonna is already suing them. I still can't oh. believe there was a little boy who did a Fortnite rap. Oh, Backpack Kid. Yeah, Backpack Kid. No, I, was it Backpack? I don't know. Point of the matter. Yeah. yeah, isn't it bad Backpack Kid? Who cares? The rap was trash, okay? <laughs> well, anyways, our last piece of news. Our good old friends at Electronic Arts, EA. Um, they just fought a new trademark for J- Jade Empire. This is coming from Bleeding Um, I'm reading this, and I'm like, so in turn, yeah, I think they're about to make a new Jade Empire. Uh, I don't know if anyone ever played Jade Empire. Am I the only one who tried playing Jade Empire back in the day? Empire was actually all right. Um, I think I was too caught up in uh, Knights of the Old Republic to really like dive into it and stuff. But I heard good things about Jade Empire. Mm-hmm. I know my brother and I. We own. I actually still have my poster of Jade Empire that my brother gave me when he started playing the game. Um, I I should probably get a frame for that. But um, my thing is, EA is in a debacle right now, and they about to mm-hmm. um tr- they and. With a new trademark, they're probably about to make a new Jade Empire. What, should they do it in the in the um, in the condition they are in right now? That of them butchering Star Wars and everything that's going on right now, like should I don't, I don't trust it. Yeah, exactly. Like, Apex Legends, I I'm okay with because respawn with the developers. That's but their like, leverage. Yeah, that's their leverage. Right that's now. their leverage of it's Apex. Yeah, like don't get it twisted, EA. You you still ain't out of the box just yet, man. <laughs> we won't let you go. We we ain't giving up on you. You thought you thought. That's all I got to say. You thought you thought. But uh, but yeah. So G- Jen, did you ever get the chance to play um Jade Empire back in the day? No, I didn't. I heard about it though. Isn't it that like computer game that everybody played? It, yeah, it was on console and it was on uh, PC. Oh, okay. Yeah, I heard about it. I didn't know they trademark it. I wonder why. Hmm. GC, what about you? I just haven't played it when I was a kid. It's okay. EA is just messing up. This was a mistake. 
Well, I wouldn't say it's a mess up. I'm just saying. Some I mistake. Don't, I, I, no, I'm, I'm just saying right now. I don't know why EA's trademarking this when they've already like they've already canceled that open world Star Wars game that everyone was looking forward to, and apparently Disney. For I mean, we didn't cover this, but Disney's okay with their partnership, even though I'm like, bro, they are about to destroy. Game video game wise, they're about to annihilate what potentially could have been one of the best like series of like games in Star Wars and stuff like that because they have not done a good job with the Star Wars license. They obviously they don't give a damn about how we feel about their loot box microtransaction bullcrap that they've been pulling. Even though, so why why would they want to do this with Jade Empire? Like I, that's I'm worried. I'm worried for that game because Jade Empire was a really good game back in the day, and it was it's part of that echelon that like the Knights of the Old Republic was in, and I don't want to see them go down. I really don't. Mm-hmm. That's just me. But uh that's all for our gaming news. Uh I wanna do yep. a quick uh thing real quick. So screw attack recently is now over. Um <sighs> it is now what? turned into the dead yeah, so for those of you who don't know, Screw Attack, which was a um online which was pretty much everyone's go to. If you were if you didn't if you were tired of IGN's fake news, if you were tired of GameSpot and stuff like that, you had Screw Attack, which was like a different uh outlet to get your gaming news uh it's been around since 20 since 2007 they yeah recently, since the beginning yeah since the beginning they recently shut down um in case y'all did not know a lot of people realized that um you know people were like it was just top tens and death battles well they finally turned screw attack into the death battle chat so yeah uh quick thoughts on this real quick uh gc you go first uh, just been pretty much, you know, been uh, subscribing to him, you know, since, like I said, the beginning, and had the pleasure to uh, to meet Chad Boomstick at um, 20, 2016 E3. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's kind of crazy, and at the same time, it just has in trying to basically meet where the most viewership to when it comes to the series. Like, you know, they have, you know, uh, they have Craig's part. They also have, you know, they basically their 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 top ten, and as well as um, their mini uh, Death Battle series. Uh, what's it called? Like One Minute DBX. DBX. Oh, I um, remember those. But I guess it just uh, I can't really say per se as in what direction. Pretty much, they felt like you know all the most viewership is their Death Battle series alone, but. Um, it's like I don't know. It's like it's like I'm kind of like you know sad, but at the same time, because like I like you know their other content as well. But it kind of like you know on on the other end, it's like kind of makes sense. Just as in they want to focus all their uh, content on it's just a dev battle channel. CJ, what about you? What's your thoughts on this? Um, I I have to trade carefully on this one. Um. <laughs> Hey, man, hey, don't worry, dude, don't worry. We, 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 we tell how it is. Go ahead. Oh. Uh, come back to me. <laughs> Girl, word this right. Okay, okay. so uh, come okay. back to me. <laughs> All right. Uh, what about you, Jen? Um, that, rest in you, peace. Did you even watch, did you, were, did you ever, did you ever really check out ScrewTech's website back in the day? 
No, I didn't. Like, oh, dude, I only lit. watched the death battles. Okay, it was lit. I'll tell you that right now. Um, Prove my point. I'll, exactly, <laughs> exactly. I'll say it like this. Um, I've known about Screwtest since 07. I became a G1 on their um on their website back in, when i was 14 years old and i said wow. this, and i did say this when, um when i found out screw tech was over i wrote a lot of blogs on screw tech's website i like screw tech what for me helped me become a better writer i will say that right now because i mean i was writing decent papers like i got eight b's and eight stuff like that but like when it came to like the community as a whole and writing blogs on their website and you know it really helped me improve my writing and coming from and this is coming from someone from who is an english major and i i know i gotta read a lot of kids papers when i start teaching um it really helped me a lot and i love the community that was like yeah dude try doing this this and this and this and you and see how it goes um I also would say that Screw Attack is one of the reasons why I wanted to start doing YouTube. I really wanted to start doing gaming outlets and stuff like that, um, because it was like it was a, it was an alternative. If you were, if you were done with game trailers, DS and stuff like that, then you go to freaking uh, Screw Attack for that. Um, their YouTube channel was really dope, and I do rem and I met Chad myself with um, a couple of uh, at E3 as well. Um, it does. It really. It, it's it, it sucks because this is. Machinima's gone, Super Best Friends is gone, Screw Attack's gone. This, which I would say, like, if a multi channel networks or MCN, they're kind of dying off right now. It, it, it's kind of sad. I mean, you have Rooster Teeth still. Rooster Teeth's not going anywhere. Rooster Teeth and 64 are not going anywhere unless something really bad happens. But, like, Machinima, Screw Attack, um, uh, uh, Source Fed, like. Wow, I remember. <laughs> This is this is becoming kind of a, this is like the downfall. Like you're we're slowly seeing a lot of these uh, MCNs starting to die out, and it, it's which bad. is good. Which how is, is it, good. How okay. Is it, how is it good, nigga? Because they, you know, okay. Well, okay, they're not. It's not good, but it's just like a lot of times MCNs don't really promise what they're giving you, and on top of that, like they take away twenty percent of what you made on YouTube. So. I told and, you in my friend's experience. In Rich Review Tech, you already covered this uh, about the MCN, you know, uh, with the machinima, the machinima situation, as well as, you know, back then with the additional auto console and the true, you know, threat that comes along with it. Um, that, as in everything that Jen's pretty much saying is right when it comes to a lot of the companies, they may say a lot of stuff that you want to hear just to bring you in, true. but. In in the um in the long run, when you actually like you know get your foot your foot in the door, and you know basically like y'all say like a year or two or anything with the company, they really don't do anything. It's like you pretty much do all the work or whatever, and um and they basically just uh, collect the check. They don't really like you know promote promote you like they should. Not to say like all MCNs is like that. It's like you got some really good ones that basically will put you out there and really put in the work just as like you know an agent you know towards an actor. Um. And as well as uh, when it comes to like a lot of the uh, YouTube, you know, copyright, uh, false copyright situations um, and um, claim, you know, they'll really look out for you. But some of them is just as in you be better off doing it on your own. Yeah, I, you know, for me with Screw Attack, um, pretty good content. I think they had, they did, they did help out a lot of content creators. I think uh, Maximilian was one of the people that was actually on Screw Attack. 
was. And he got fired. Yeah, well, no, Maximilian got fired from his own MCM. Oh, yeah, he got, yeah, I know that, but I did not know he was part of ScrewAttack at some point. Wow. He, yeah, he was on ScrewAttack at one point from what I remember. Um, and I think before he went to Machinima, I don't know if it was one or the other. Either which way, he was part of it for a hot minute. It's just... I think it was, I think where I'm just kind of baffled at is like, okay, if ScrewAttack is done, really clean off that whole YouTube channel. Hmm. I think, no. I think that's where my problem lies. And it's like, was there a reason to really do that concept behind that? Even if you are moving on as a company, wouldn't you still keep your old products on there to kind of like for nostalgia purposes, basically? Wait, did, are you, wait, did they really just legit just clear up all their YouTube stuff except their death battle stuff? I think the death battle stuff is there, but I think, I think, uh, some of the older stuff isn't there anymore. As far as I know. Hmm. Yeah, it's just totally uh, death battle content. So I was, you would figure wow. old stuff just for this nostalgia purposes and stuff, which would have been fine. You know, you you would at least had something there to like, okay, cool. You know, I can still look at old stuff. Nope, can't do that unless somebody, unless you search for it online somewhere, and it might be up on Daily Motion. <laughs> I I would say. That- if they really want to keep their old content, make another YouTube channel be like the, the Screw Attack Archives or something. I think it's all the Screw Attack stuff, as far as I know. Oh yeah, so yeah, yeah, it's gone. Finito finished. Fatality, <laughs> flawless victory. Good. So yeah, so R.I.P. Screw Attack. Um, support we'll game attack. Missed. Support game attack. Sutter Craig's um squad because uh yeah they do a lot of good things on, on their twitch channel and the twitch channel as well so if you're if you're upset that screw attack is now gone uh support game attack that's really lit mm-hmm. i think that's it that's all i got for my show notes uh, i want to thank you cj from uh for coming in dude. yeah bro. greatly appreciate it thank you no so problem, man. have fun it's always cool to jump on here and uh yeah that's pretty much it guys thank you very much for uh, this is episode 63 of the stroke up podcast cj since you are a special guest what is your closing statement go uh yeah man i mean you know folks if you are a gamer just enjoy playing the games that you play support the companies that you support you know if you feel that there's things that are wrong with the gaming company you know gaming companies as a whole you know whether it's ea or whether it's any company hey you don't have to buy the game it's not necessary, you know. But um, overall, just just enjoy the games, and hopefully, you know, we still get quality as the years come, and everything just kind of goes the way it goes. I don't, again, I don't want, I don't, I don't want a gaming crash, but you know, that could possibly happen, and it's going to end up being kind of a doggy dog world at that point. So that's all I gotta say about that. That the next console wars will begin. <laughs> Right Terminator all of a sudden. <laughs> GC, th- GC, you, what is your closest day for episode 63? Go. Uh, love you all. And uh, like I said, shout out to, uh, like I said, Three Black Geeks. Uh, they have, they show amazing content on the SoundCloud as well as the YouTube channel. They are hilarious. Go check them out. Show them some love. And uh, trust me, you won't be, you won't be disappointed. You're going to laugh your butt off. These dudes are hilarious. Mm-hmm. All right, then. And Jen, what is your closing statement for episode 16? Go. Um, I love you guys. Please stay safe. Um, And it's really sunny today in L.A. Thank so, yeah. God. <laughs> yeah. And my closing statement is 
I watched The Prodigy recently. Um, yeah, that movie is better than Escape Room. I'll say that right now. But man, that movie is stupid and super predictable. I will, I'll be doing a, I'll be doing a review about that soon. And then um, yeah, get ready for that uh, Blade trilogy review for Black History Month. There you go. Well, that being said, y'all know what to do. Email us at strugglegamebookings at gmail.com. That's strugglegamebookings at gmail.com. Bring questions, comments, concerns, advice, and business inquiries. Slow doing business with these folks. Want to find us, follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Type in Struggle Game and bam! Struggle Game is all up in your home. Spread the good news. Struggle Game Podcast. Find us on our YouTube page, Struggle Gaming, where all our video uh, podcasts are up. And you can follow us on our home base, soundcloud.com slash struggle gaming. That's soundcloud.com slash struggle gaming. For archived episodes of Struggle Game Podcast, Scrub Lounge, Struggle Center present and scrub club uh review, retrospective movie reviews and you now you want to get all of us deep time find your boy reckless fox on twitter or instagram at the reckless fox youtube reckless fox and you find all my latest gaming content on twitch.tv slash reckless fox uh cj where can they find you uh yeah like i said you can find uh me uh specifically uh at three black geeks on twitter uh follow us on there uh follow us on instagram same thing at three black geeks on there uh, you can go to our fan page um on facebook uh three black geeks as well just search for that you'll find that in our actual um group group page and also fan page as well and um he's just posting stuff so feel free to talk to me or talk to the guys and oh also you can find um eric uh our boy dj sue at uh black nerd japan on twitter and also d at at d the black geek as well if you want to add them and such so uh yeah that's about it Mm -hmm. dc if i'm not holding it down south town region tower flexing where can they find you Uh, you can find me on youtube at mr godchild 15 you can find me on twitch godchild 15 you can find me on twitter and instagram at godchild underscore 15 and Jen, where can they find you? Find me on Instagram at Jen Messina. That's G N M E S I N A. You can find me on Twitter at Jen Pink too. All right. With all that being said, thank you guys very much. Episode 16 of the podcast Bye is guys. now in the books. So I bid you all adieu. Peace out. Bless up. Keep recognized for now, the less. Goodbye. And good night. Mm. Bang. Deuces. Bang.